been a little over a month now since we've moved into this beautiful new space, and I must admit that I'm still recovering. Not from all the work, mind you, or from all the final preparations, the last-minute decisions that had to be made. No, I'm recovering from not being in control. I don't know about you, but I like being in control. It's a good thing, especially of the calendar. We were set to be in this building in July, August at the latest. And so we had made our plans accordingly, the small groups we were going to offer, how the formation hour was going to coordinate so beautifully with a sermon series on Philippians, the special services that were going to be held in this space, and all of it together laying the groundwork for the upcoming season of Advent. But that's not at all what happened. No things were beyond my control. I know, imagine that. It's crazy. The August goal was pushed into September. And so we reorganized and recalibrated so as to be ready for the new move-in date. But alas, that date was postponed to October. So we lamented, scrambled, reorganized, and then recalibrated all over again. Here we go. Now we're ready for real this time. But of course, you know what happened. The October date was scrapped and pushed forward indefinitely. I love that, indefinitely. Who knows when we will finally get into our new building. So my planning, our incredible scheduling, it was all derailed. And all I could do was mumble, my, mumble to myself in the hallway, how can this be? How can this be? That's what we say, isn't it, when we lose control? or rather when we realize we were never in control to begin with. We say, how can this be? We're all quite familiar with this question, aren't we? We've all been there before, caught off guard, didn't see it coming. Instead of a, pro a promotion, maybe a pay cut. What? How can this be? Or perhaps we hear those dreaded words, it's cancer. How can this be, especially when I am so healthy otherwise? Your teenage child rebels. A, a close friend betrays you. There, there are countless circumstances beyond our control that cause us to stop, shake our heads, and mumble to ourselves, how can this be? I, I thought that things were going to play out differently. I wonder, what is it in your life right now that is causing you to ask this question? Where in your life do you feel as if you've lost control, where things are not what you thought they would be? What is causing you to say to yourself, how can this be? I feel like this is actually one of the main questions of Advent. This season that puts us face to face with a world that goes not well. A world that long lays in sin and air pining. The unimaginable devastations in Ukraine and Israel, the Gaza Strip, the West Bank. The political polarizations and corruptions that undermine any hope of good and proper governance around the world. The power plays that push the marginalized even further into the shadows. Just open up your news feed. I promise you, it won't be long until you find yourself mumbling under your breath, 
how can this be? So that whether it is our lives or the world in which we live our lives, that's the question of Advent. My friends, we are not alone in asking this question. I wonder if you heard it earlier in the service, in our gospel reading today, when the angel Gabriel comes to Mary with, on the one hand, some incredible news. Mary, you will conceive in your womb and bear a son, and he will be called the Son of the Most High, and the Lord will give to him the throne of his ancestor David, and he will reign over the house of Jacob forever. My goodness, this is the news that will end all Advents. It's the fulfillment of all those promises that echo through the corridors of Israel's history, most notably in our reading today from 2 Samuel, where a thousand years earlier the Lord says to King David, your house and your kingdom shall be made sure forever. Mary, you are so favored to be the one who will bear the fulfillment of such a promise. To which she replies, how can this be? How can this be since I am a virgin, she says. In other words, th this isn't playing out like I had planned. Things are happening that are outside my control. More than simply asking about the mechanics of this unexpected miracle, beneath this question are hundreds of other concerns that are surely swirling around inside her head. I mean, yes, she is young, but she's old enough to know what this means. I mean, this quote-unquote good news is going to bring about radical change and disruption into her life. For in that day, an unmarried woman expecting a child was, was not just a disgrace, this, this was a scandal. A scandal that would stay with Mary the rest of her life like a, a scarlet letter singed into her forehead. Just imagine how fast her mind must have been racing as she listens to Gabriel. How, can, how, how will this play out? What, what will people think of me? How will I carry such a burden? How can this be? The angel said that she had found favor with God. Is this what favoritism looks like? It's, it's more like disruption. All her plans, things she presumed were under her control, poof. They're gone in an instant with this announcement of an unexpected pregnancy. Of course, we should note that as this baby grows into adulthood, this man would be constantly on the move intruding into our world, calling ordinary people to follow him. And to follow him where? To follow him into the unknown. For to follow Jesus is to take our tomorrow out of our hands and relinquish it to him. And that, my friends, is a risky business. That's scary. It's anything but being in control. You know, Often we present Jesus as the solution to our problems. You know, the, the one who stills the storms of life and brings stability and peace into our world of chaos. And in one sense, he is certainly that. But this Sunday, we are reminded that Jesus also creates problems for us. 
He disrupts our plans, overturns our desires. He abruptly reminds us that we are not in control like we thought. Of course, whenever we realize this, just like Mary, our first response is to be perplexed and confused. How can this be? I thought that if I followed you, life would be a bed of roses. I thought that if I gave my life to you, then all my hopes and dreams would come true. I mean, this is only natural. We can't help in life but to go about making plans. We all make plans. We are, we're all expecting certain outcomes so that when things turn out differently for us, of course we're going to scratch our head. We're going to shed some tears maybe, even get angry, maybe even angry at God. But it's what we do next that matters the most. For in these moments, in these moments of confusion and fear, are we able to move from a place of seeking control to a place of giving consent? That's the key. That's the key. Are we able to move from a place of asking, how can this be? to a place of acceptance, a place of surrender that instead says, Lord, here am I, right? Because that's exactly where Mary was able to land. After she takes in all this disruption, after reimagining what her life was going to look like, she turns to the angel Gabriel, opens her hands, and makes a statement that God so longs to hear from each and every one of us. Lord, here am I, do with me as you please. It's quite clear that Luke, the author of this story, wants us to compare this account, this exchange, with another angelic birth announcement that occurs only a few verses earlier. When Gabriel tells the priest Zechariah, remember this, while he's serving in the temple, Gabriel tells him that his barren wife Elizabeth, though she's advanced in years and barren, that she will conceive and give birth to a son. But to this good news, Zechariah responds with disbelief. I, I am much too old, he says, and my wife is not far behind me. So that Zechariah is stuck, right? He, he's stuck in that place of asking, no, no, how can this be? He couldn't let go of the wheel. And so because of his stubborn disposition, the angel mutes Zechariah, remember this, until the day that his son is born. What a contrast this is with what follows. And Luke is trying to highlight this for us. When this same angel appears to another, not to a father, but to a mother, not in the temple, but in an ordinary Galilean town, and not to a priest but to a young woman of low account who responds not with incredulity, but with incredible faith. This woman moves from a place of asking, how can this be, to a place of surrender. Lord, here am I. She moves from seeking control to giving consent. And as she does this, she challenges us to do the same. So I want you to recall that place or that circumstance in your life, that situation in which you are seeking to, to gain control, that place where you are shaking your head, mumbling to yourself, how can this be, Lord? 
I would imagine that the season of Advent has brought this place into sharp focus for you. That's what Advent does. You're now seeing it very clearly. You're feeling the same confusion and uncertainty that Mary felt. The question for you then is whether you can now move from that place of control to a place of consent. Our other readings this morning remind us that Mary is being caught up in these grand promises of God that flow from Abraham to Moses, from David through the Psalms. God's kingdom is coming and there will be no end. And just like Mary, deep down, we too want to play a role in this grand and beautiful story. It's just that we want it on our own terms, don't we? We want to be in control of the part we play in this story, of what happens to our kids, of the reputation that we carry, or the circumstances that we endure. We want to control rather than consent to God's story. And so like Zachariah, we get stuck. We get stuck in disbelief. I I just don't see how God is going to work any good from all of this pain. Or I'm much too old to serve in this or that capacity. I'm not gifted enough. Or things are much too comfortable for me now. Don't ask me to make that kind of a sacrifice. And yet Mary teaches us another way, doesn't she? That when we are at that place of asking, how can this be? It typically means that there is much that is hidden from our eyes. It typically means that God is near that he's up to something, that his spirit is on the move. It's just not in the way we expected. It's not like we had planned it out. And it's precisely in these moments that we need to learn to consent, to consent to the God who is at work in all things. It's in these moments that we are given the opportunity to pay attention, to pay attention to what God might be up to, to be ready to abandon ourselves to him and say, Lord, here am I. My friends, Advent reminds us that this life is not a life of comfort. It's not a life of ease. It's a life of learning how to surrender yourself day by day. Living in the present moment, attentive to God's presence, ready to respond, not with God, here are my plans, please bless them, but rather God, here am I. How can I be a blessing to others? It's a dance that plays out best when we stop trying to lead And instead, learn how to be responsive to his touch, to his voice, moving, always moving from control to consent. We will all have our how can this be moments, and that's okay. We're going to have more than we can even imagine. But let us view these moments instead as opportunities. Opportunities to stop asking how can this be and instead start praying, Lord, here am I. Here am I. Heavenly Father, we give you thanks and praise for the example of your servant Mary, who was ready to lay aside her plans and embrace the role that you would have her play in the great story of redemption, in this great story of you making all things new through Christ and your spirit. Lord, may we have that same posture. May we develop that same attitude that even when we're confused and perplexed, when things are not going our way, Lord, help us be ready to consent 
to be ready to pay attention to how you are at work in our lives so that we may join you, that we may receive from you and extend love to others. We make that our prayer in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.